G'day Legends and Legendaries, welcome to another episode of Generation Get To It, a sugar hit of positivity and health for you to get the most out of yourself to inspire this generation and the next. Make sure you like and subscribe to get the latest episodes, also to share the, share the news and the good word so we can start getting more people changing their lives for the better. Now for this episode today, I actually am kind of going off the cuff with it because I wanted to talk more from experience. Um, of something that I did over the weekend, which you might find interesting. And there's a, a bit of a metaphor behind it or a, a, a message behind it anyway. So I do believe that you'll get a lot out of it, even if you just kind of listen on to some of my ramblings. But what I first wanted to do is read you the first paragraph of the book called The Road Less Travelled by Scott Peck, because I believe it has... A lot of meaning into why I do what I do and what I did on the weekend and I'm sure it's a great little promotion for Scott Peck as well because I did really enjoy the book I thought it was actually very interesting and you can find a lot of good lessons in there in between so it starts off life is difficult this is a great truth one of the greatest truths it is a great truth because once we truly see this truth we transcend it. Once we truly know that life is difficult, once we truly understand and accept it, then life is no longer difficult. Because once it is accepted, the fact that life is difficult no longer matters. And so that is the first line and first paragraph of the book. And I truly believe it has such great meaning to why we should do difficult things and how we can expect that the world will throw us challenges our way constantly and how we kind of treat that so for the weekend so on Saturday I traveled all, all the way up to Sydney to compete in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu competition now this is my third one I've done two in Adelaide before and this one's my first one in Sydney and I tell you what I felt like it still doesn't get any easier. I was so nervous and I was very anxious, especially in the the week leading up to it. It was really, really heavy on the emotions. But the funny thing was, the closer I got to the competition, the less nervous I became until until the you know an hour before I actually had to step on the mats and have my first fight. But the main thing was that I was terrified. <laughs> I had so many different excuses going through my head of why I shouldn't do it, of why I should pull out, of why I just am not good enough to be there. A lot of negative self-talk, which was obviously very unhelpful, particularly in a sport where you need to believe you can win to actually win. Because you can't go into an individual sport like that and believe that you're just the second best guy on the mat. Because if you do that, you're going to get the kicked out of you. And we don't want that. So what we need, so what I thought the whole time was about just trying to get myself into a positive headspace. So even from the week before when I was starting to get nervous, all I tried to do is rely on my training and my practices that, practices that I've done over the years to get myself in the headspace that was going to help me win and also make me feel more comfortable and enjoy the experience in total. Because when we become very anxious and very nervous about the situations 
that's when we can also lose the enjoyment of the experience and forget why we're actually there, which is a challenge, is to learn, is to get better for growth. So that's what I needed to do. So the few of the things I lent in towards that I've trained and worked on for many years, particularly when I was working in sports performance, is all about trying to create belief in yourself that you can do it. So I use a lot of visualization, I use a lot of meditation, I use breathing strategies, I used positive self-talk. I did a lot of things to make sure that I was in the right headspace leading in. Because what you really don't want to do is have something that's going to make you so nervous and so on edge that you're not going to enjoy the week before or even like concentrate on the serious things. Like I still have a business to run. I still have things to do. I still have moments I want to enjoy with those around me. So I can't have that overtake my mind. So that was the week leading up. As we got to the competition day, I walked into the room and it was about 40 degrees. It was horrendous. And I don't know if you've ever seen Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but you have to wear essentially a big set of pajamas, a very thick set of pajamas that would make you sweat even during the winter. And so we had to wear this in the hottest room I've been in a long time. I was in Sydney at Olympic Park at this um, the netball center. And yeah, they just did not have any air conditioning. They just had a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of humid air. <laughs> and so it did not, did not feel great, particularly when you're trying to get yourself in the right zone. So as my first match approached, I did the same things I've been doing all week and I practiced before. I practiced meditation, I practiced my breathing techniques, I made sure I warmed up, I went through the mental rehearsal and I did the things which were going to help me perform to a better standard. I did not let the emotions take over me and try to control me. But what I did do is make sure that I was in control and I was allowing myself to have a feeling of anxiousness and nervousness because that was going to feed into my performance. So this is the thing. When we get that feeling in our stomach that we're going, that makes us feel sick, we go, oh, I don't know if I can do this. That is exactly what you want to be doing, heading into something that's going to be challenging and having something that is going to really bring out all that energy inside of you because if you didn't have that you either don't care enough or you're just not ready but what you want to have is that feeling that little pain in your gut or the the little nervousness that comes the butterflies because that means that you want to be there and it means that you're ready to take on this challenge so that was one thing i had to come to terms with being comfortable in the uncomfortable that's one thing we need to concentrate on is making sure that even in the situations where you feel nervous, that's exactly what we're there for and that's the feeling we want to be having. So my first match went long. It went for the whole five minutes. So a jiu-jitsu match is five minutes long and the aim of the game is either to get more points or to submit the other person so that they, they tap and then, and then the match is over. So the first match went for about five minutes and by the end I was absolutely exhausted. I felt like I couldn't stand up. But I ended up winning. And all I had to do was try to recover within another 10 minutes to actually get on the mat again and verse the next contestant as it was like a knockout. And the second match came along. And this guy was super aggressive. He was very much in the headspace of, I'm just going to run straight through you. And so all I did was try to remain as calm as possible, let him burn as much energy as possible. And I was going to wait for my one opportunity to get on top of him. And after about two and a half minutes of him pummeling into my head and trying to get past me, I slipped through, pulled a bit of a counter move, got on top of him, and then I submitted him with a choke. 
And that's all I needed. All I needed was five seconds. And actually, it made me think of the, the podcast I did last week, which is all about dram-proofing yourself and making sure that you kind of relax in the moments you need to, but then use all your energy when you have to just to get on top. And I felt like there was a lot of different times during that match where I was conserving energy, then trying to create a counter, conserving energy. And then when I could get on top, I got on top and then I used my energy to submit him and finish the match. And the rest of the day, I had a couple a couple of matches, but in the end, I ended up getting my silver medal, which I think was very, very cool, particularly because, like I said, I had some negative self-talk going into the week and never thought that... Oh, sorry, my thoughts are telling me that, that I never could amount to that, but what I did was reframe it, told myself I deserved to be there. I was there for the challenge. I was there for the experience, and more importantly, I was there to be curious and playful, which, as I've spoken about this year, is definitely the two traits I'm leaning into. Something I've thought about for years and years and years, but now I'm really trying to lean into them more. So at the end of the day, why did I do it? Well, the amazing thing is when you put yourself in a challenging situation like that, on the other side of that, you just come out feeling like a different person. Everything that was hard is now easy. Everything that I see as a challenge, was a big challenge, is now less of a challenge. I feel like I'm more capable of doing bigger things because I took a stepping stone to challenge myself. And so this can go towards anything that you do. Going to the gym, doing a hard session, getting up there and having a conversation with your boss about getting something better for yourself. At first, you feel very nervous and it's not very, it's not very comforting because you say to yourself, oh my God, there's so many things that can go wrong here. I could, might lose my job when you, all you're doing is asking for a raise. I believe it's one of those things where it occurs in just so many different aspects of our life where we need to start challenging ourselves. But more importantly, I think it's something that you should always work towards some personal goals in your life. Like say, for example, if you have kids doing sport, right? They do sport because they're challenging themselves and having fun doing it. So what are you doing for yourself to make sure you're challenging yourself and having fun doing it? Are you working on some own fitness goals? Are you working on some cool project which is going to help you bring out that creative side in you that playful side in you help you achieve something more in life or are you help are you being bunkered down because you don't believe you should be there or the negative self-talk is taking over because i believe you should always be searching for some personal goals and i believe you should always be trying to be trying to put yourself in some bigger challenges so that you can become a better person and a more developed person on the other side and then you can lean into experience when someone says to you, like your kids or the person you want to inspire, when they lean into you and say, I feel nervous, I don't want to do this. Then you have the experience to respond, the knowledge to respond and to tell them what the feeling is normal and you can have an open and honest conversation about why they're feeling that and you can go through your experience as well and maybe give them the confidence they need and the belief that they need to complete the task for the better. So, I'm looking forward to my next competition. Don't know where that is, when that is exactly. I was going to do one in April, but the competition's been moved. So, I'm looking forward to trying one another time soon to once again challenge myself for growth development and to make sure I can continually make myself a better person and to continually strive for goals. So, I hope you enjoyed that. A lot of things in there which I think hope you could take away a message from. I'll put in... The show notes, the book that I was speaking about, The Road Less Travelled by Scott Peck, 
I believe that you can take a lot away from it. Give it a go. Why not? Reading's only going to help. All right. Until next time.